Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about five parts of a solid wealth building plan. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right. It is July 22nd, 2021. And let's talk about tools for building wealth. This is this is important. And one of the things that I that I often forget is I don't really forget, but I don't talk much uh, about is investments are only one portion of a complete wealth building plan. I think some people think that if you can get the investment piece right, it's the key to building massive amounts of wealth over time. And investing, obviously, I'm biased, is a very important piece, but it's only one piece of building a wealth building plan. There's a few other pieces that are just as important. Um, and the foundational piece that I think if if, if you don't get right, it, it's going to be really tough to invest. And that, and that starting point is, to build wealth, you have to have the ability to increase your income. You have to, and I call that controlling your income, having more upside. And, and that, that doesn't mean that you have to have some sort of business, right? It, it's it's having a skill set that companies need and knowing how to market that skill set and network that skill set to get the, the pay you want. And, and and, t- and and today it's not just the dollar amount of pay you want, but the lifestyle around your pay. So, for example, if you say, "Hey, it's very important for me to be able to uh, work independently, uh, not have this certain these certain work environments. Maybe you want to work from home, be able to travel around the world, right? Y- you have to develop your skill set and talents in a way to be able to." have corporations begging you to work for them, which means you have the control on how you work, especially if you're good at it. You, 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 I think we're in the age of thinking of employee, if you're an employee and that's your route and that's okay because not everybody can run a corporation, but I think we're moving to a, a, a period where people should think of themselves as independent contractors, right? Hey, I have one big client, this corporation, and just like it, me, if I run a business, I, all money ain't good money, so I don't take every client. You shouldn't take every job. You should know your value, know your worth, know where you operate the best, where your skill sets are, are the best, and then look for those companies uh, or or put yourself in a position for those companies to come to you. I mean, uh, if I were an employee, I undoubtedly would have a podcast. Like, no question. I would be blogging on Medium, blogging on LinkedIn. I would have a podcast. I would become a thought leader on my craft and what I do. And I would have recruiters and corporations knocking down my door, begging me to work for them, like in whatever aspect of of, of what I did. And, or I would, and I would think about, okay, who are, who are the customers of the company that I want to work with? If I can get those customers to follow me, then the companies are going to want to hire me because they want those customers. 
And so you, you, you want to think at, on a next level as if you're an employee and think as an independent contractor versus just going to a job to get the check. Uh, if you're a business owner, then that's obvious, right? A business owner, th- it's the same thought process, but you just may not have one big customer. You have multiple customers that you're uh, marketing yourself to. And so, um, and, and the cool part about the internet age is anybody can like, there's lots of people who are great at their craft. Right. And and I think it's enough information put out there on how to become great at your craft. You have to love it. You got to put in hours, you got to be disciplined. But then on top of that, being a thought leader around your craft creates more opportunities and that's what business owners have to do. So first thing is if you can control your income, that is huge, right? I, I, I did not put on the list an important tool because it's pretty understood as far as, you, you know, learning how to stay within your budget, having a good money, money management system. I've done a previous episode on that. Check it out. Money, money management system made simple. But assuming you have a good money management system, if you can increase the income, then you increase the amounts of money that you can put towards wealth building uh, activities. So that's foundational. Second, second um, tool that's important for building wealth is having the proper amount of insurance. This is often like overlooked. A good insurance package is having the right property and casualty insurance. That's home, auto, uh, liability uh, insurance. If you know, if I think of it as saying eliminate, eliminate the the black swans in your life. So if there's there's an event that can wipe you out. That is a low probability, but if it happened, it can wipe you out. Uh, the, the insurance probably is cheap because it's a low probability um, and you probably can get a lot of coverage for it. So think about getting that coverage, right? Dedicate a certain portion of your income, something like, I don't know, three to 5% of your income towards your, your property and casualty and your, uh, and your life and disability insurance. And I'm giving you a general rule of thumb. It may not be in that range because all these things depend on different rates or whatever, but, but think of, Think of your insurance part of your of your money as like protecting the whole pie. And the bigger the pie, the more insurance you're going to need. Property casualty. Um, I mentioned life and disability insurance. So that's if you die or become disabled, protecting your income. I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to talk about on life insurance whether you should do term or permanent. I think in general, un, un, until you're independently wealthy, I think just stick with term. It's a good rule of thumb once you have some coin and lots of disposable income. You can think about having some uh, permanently that never goes away for different purposes and different reasons. Disability insurance I mentioned, uh, and then health insurance, like that's a must. Um, and, and I mentioned on the episode before, I think there's new technologies. So in addition to health insurance, what I put in that bucket is preventative health strategies. And so there's new technology coming out that allows you to like, track your health um, um, so you can be on, on on top of it. Like, you know, the easy thing is to start by buying like iPhone and Apple watch, track all your, um, all your data, all your health data, work out. There's things that um, I'm researching where you could have in-home kits to check blood pressure, all this kind of stuff. I think all this stuff is going to be on, on, on your wearable eventually, probably in the next five years or so. But again, doing your research on on, on different there, there's like this, um, and I'm not saying do this, but I'm in my research I found this um, genomics company that basically for like a hundred bucks a month or something like that, they, you know, you they they send you a kit, you send them your blood back, and they and they let you know your risk of cancer on an ongoing basis. I don't know how they do it yet. I'm in my beginning stage of research, 
but um, I mean, that's, that's kind of a form of like cancer insurance. Um, but with, with artificial intelligence and the ability to uh, map genomes, like preventative medicine is going to get better. And, um, and if, and if you're investing, if, if you have the disposable to invest in uh, preventative medicine type stuff, it'll allow you to not have to spend as much money uh, on insurance uh, in the future because you're going to be relatively healthy. And I'm, I'm pretty confident that this data tracking for health ruling will eventually translate into lower health insurance. Meaning if, if, if a company has all this data on you and and it knows you're tracking it and you're involved in preventative medicine, uh, they, they can offer you lower cost health insurance because a, you're going to be healthier and B things can be caught earlier. So the cost won't be higher later, but I went, I'm, I went on a nerd tangent for a moment, right? One of the big reasons why I own Teladoc, uh, side note, uh, in the macro opportunity strategy, but that's the health insurance piece. Next bucket is, of course, the solid, you got to have a solid investment philosophy and process. And hear me when I say this, philosophy and process. I, I went through, I, I have a buddy of mine, I talk about a lot, we talk often about business life goals, philosophy. And we, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about, okay, what problem am I, am I solving for for people? Like, you know, what's what problem am I solving for humanity in the work that I do? And I boiled it down to, you know, the problem people have is how do I, you know, where should I put my money to grow it? Right. I have extra money. You know, how do I best know to grow it? And, you know, there's lots of different ways that I can help solve that problem. Right. You can you can write books. Um, I can do podcasting like I do. I can create courses. But at the end of the day, for me and where, you know, where I think I can help the best people, it, you know, I look at working out. There's lots of stuff written on getting in good shape and good health shape. Uh, but the people who are in the best shape, even LeBron James and the top athletes, they all have coaches, right? They all have people that synthesize the information that's out there because it's always changing. And they synthesize it to, all right, what specifically do do they need to get there? Not that they don't educate themselves. I'm pretty sure LeBron James and all these Olympic athletes understand it, but they they need a team to say, hey, this stuff is 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 accelerating. Um, there's new tech coming out um, that's good, new tech that's coming out is bad. And so I need you to synthesize all this information and focus it in on what I need to do for my specific specific deal. And so I came to, hey, I am, I am still on mission for what I was put into this world for, which is helping people build and man, helping people build and then managing their portfolio around a solid investment philosophy and process. And where I'm going with it is in the investment piece, the most important part is the philosophy and the process. Investors that I meet, and I met lots of them, right? I don't think I've met a investor that on their own had a solid philosophy and process around how they how they vet investments. I'm sure there I'm sure there are, right? I'm not saying there aren't investors. But what I'm saying is um, what's most important to an investor is to have that solid philosophy and process. And if you don't have it, then get educated on what that means and what's involved and then find a wealth manager who has a solid one and 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 use theirs. Think of it like a machine to run ideas through. Um, cause cause on a daily basis, like I'm 
you know, I'm always reading, always listening to podcasts, um, talking to people, looking at all kinds of investment ideas. And 99.9% of the time, from, you know, from what I see, the portfolio that I have doesn't change. So I have a way to process all of the information that I see and say, does should it go into the portfolio or should it, should it not? Um, because what's just as important as knowing what to put in the portfolio is one is knowing what not to put in the portfolio. It, what it means is you, you're going to miss out on, you know, we'll miss out on opportunities, but you have to be fine with that because you're not like, I use the example of basketball. Like my process, my investment process is not dependent on drafting LeBron James, right? I'm more like Greg Popovich. I have an amazing system. And as long as I find above average players to run the system, you know, then we then we win over time, right? I mean that, and that's how I think about it because I think it would be stressful to try to draft the LeBron James, uh, and that be your, you know, the foundation of your investments. It's no, have a good process. If you have a great process, it's not it's not difficult to find above average investors, right? And so that is um, why it's important to have a solid philosophy and a process. Fourth, a good CPA is a is super important. Because, you know, uh, 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 we have these things called governments and they are super hungry for money and they will find a way to take your money by any means necessary. One, you know, w- one is through inflation, right? A hidden tax. So you got to make sure that you, that's that's why your investment team um, helps you make sure your money doesn't get sucked away by inflation. Uh, but then a good CPA helps them, helps the government not still your take more of your money from taxes than what uh, is necessary to um, be a good citizen um, of society. Fifth is a, a good legal team, right? Legal team. This, this includes like all your good legal docs. So if you own a business, your business docs, if you have a, uh, if, if you, if, if you have an estate or you build an estate or even to have life insurance, like it's, um, you need to have your estate planning documents in order. Um, but a good legal team is really, 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 really important. I'm, like I know there's some do-it-yourselfers. I'm not because, I mean, the rules are changing. The rules are crazy. It, it's like insurance. Just pay up for for a good team because you need to make sure there's no holes in your plan. It's going to suck things out of your wealth. So those are the five tools for for building uh, wealth. I hope this uh, helps people. Oh, I want to thank everybody who shared the podcast with. Uh, friends, like I had a high podcast, um, uh, a higher than normal podcast week when I asked, and so I appreciate that. Um, if, if you want to, if you want to share it again, please do so. I appreciate it. And 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 what I want y'all to do is hit me up on Twitter or shoot me an email or whatever. Uh, Twitter is ask underscore Phil. That's, that's better. But to um, let me know what y'all want me to talk more about on the podcast episode. I, I mean, I, I have no shortage of ideas, but I want to continue to talk about topics that the audience like and thank y'all for the people that do reach out and, and, and share with me your thoughts on what you want me to cover enjoy your day until tomorrow talk to you soon if you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals philip offers complimentary consults through his company stonehill wealth management for more information log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk.
Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.